Welcome, everybody, to the H3 Podcast Experience, the number one show on the internet today, bringing the best guests and the greatest stories, scoops here to the experts report here today on the internet. Today, we are joined by the probably one of the most requested guests of all time on the H3 Podcast, Eric Andre, triple threat musician, stand-up comedian, actor. He's got a lot of really cool projects on the way. He's got a Netflix special out right now called Legalize Everything. And we have a really fun, albeit short, conversation with him coming up a little bit later after the first break. So I uh, very much look forward to that. And um, today's episode is sponsored by ExpressVPN. And of course, uh, Ela Klein's Teddy Fresh. We had a drop uh, second part of our June collection here, which includes patchwork bucket hats and glorious blue, cream, and red bubble graffiti shirts. What is going on? Bubble graffiti crew necks. We call this a beautiful hoodie because let's face it, <laughs> it's what it is. It's a beautiful hoodie. You know, this is a puffy paint shirt that I think is going a little under the radar mm-hmm. because look at the beautiful details on this puffy paint. Look at that. It's just like it's so puffy, bro. It's a really cool print. Puffy paint. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. And of course, our hearts on my sleeve. You know when you wear your heart on your sleeve? Well, this is the shirt for you. And it actually looks really good on, like, looks really good on you. So that's it. Teddyfresh.com. Support Rep Your Nation. All right? Now, today, I am very much connected with all the COVID uh, insanity that's going on. We here in the United States are yesterday, We yesterday being, let's see, because this is always comes out a day later now. Thursday. Today's the 26th. So on the 25th, we had over 41,000 cases, new cases. That slammed the, ro- the record. So can we please get a round of applause for America? Number one, baby, we will Bruh, not. Yeah be uh mm-hmm. denied the first Bruh. the first spot i am starting to get worried that we will never be able to leave america or have well, people come here oh, yeah canada's closing their border europe's gonna mm-hmm. close their border as well they should i mean my mom has been wanting to come here she was planned to come right as soon as the covid whole thing hit mm-hmm. so she never came and she really wants to see Theodore and right. I was like okay after this like craziness goes away let's make sure you come right away but now I don't know when is that gonna be well we're all I feel like in America everyone's just given up to the point where we're like well we're just gonna have to wait for that vaccine and I feel like a lot of scientists and people are overly hopeful they say oh we're gonna have a vaccine in fall but just recall these are the same people who were saying that this would be gone by summer. And now we're in June. Who was saying that? Well, Fauci Not... and a lot of health experts, a lot of scientists were saying this is going to be gone by summer. I guess assuming that people would cooperate. Yeah, that, that, would... that we would be able to make an effort to... Yeah, a collective effort. Yeah. And then, you know, pretty much every state reopened before... CDC puts out guidelines saying... You have to do all these things and you have to be on a downward trajectory for 14 days before you can safely reopen. 
I think there was three states that actually followed the CDC guidelines for reopening safely. California wasn't one of them because people needed to, you know, go out. But the, the problem is people aren't wearing masks. They say that if every single person wore a mask, it would cut the transmission of the virus down so significantly that that it would pretty much disable the spread. It would save a lot of lives. Of course. A lot of lives, a lot of jobs, a lot of problems, everything. But uh, we have given up. So it's kind of remarkable just watching the daily numbers at I this mean, point. I just feel like this has got to be the most confused country because the prime minister is not wearing a mask. Our president's not wearing the, a mask? The president. Yeah. I'm used to saying prime minister. <laughs> the president is not wearing a mask, so... Yeah, I have to. I have that has to be like that is just such a, found, a a wrong foundation for everything, you know. You've got the president. I have to. I really have to think that the president not wearing a mask, refusing to wear a mask, touring mask factories and not wearing a mask is going to have to go down as. I mean, he's directly killing people by not yeah. doing that. It's well, indirectly, I guess. Indirectly, yeah. directly. But like, yeah, I mean. <laughs> It's just it's and he's the I don't understand how why Trump is so flippant about COVID because it's weird. I feel like it's really going to hurt his reelection. Really weird. I mean, even in Israel, Bibi's wearing a mask. I don't know. Everybody's wearing deal. a mask. How does it benefit your country to be flippant about COVID? I don't get it. He's don't turned know. it into a political issue so that people can prove their loyalty to Trump by refusing to wear masks. And a lot of people are doing that. Um you know, so so we've given up. I just hope that that vaccine does come in November, like everyone's hoping. But I'm afraid you guys have to understand the vaccine has never been developed that fast ever, 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 ever. And obviously we have a huge global effort to do that. But um, I do think that that is being overly optimistic, but I pray that it's true. And then people go, well, look at the death. You know, there's not that many deaths, only 500 a day. But that's going to start going up because the deaths always trail the new cases by two weeks. Makes mm. sense, right? Mm. So we're going to start seeing that go up uh, exponentially as well. I'm starting to see more and more people that I just kind of like randomly follow on Instagram and stuff saying that they got the virus. Right. I saw a post on Twitter. She's like, I have autoimmune disease. I've done everything right. I social distance. I wear a mask. I clean everything off, and I got COVID. Really? Yeah. And then you've got even people so far as down as Joe Rogan, who you who like you know, I respect the man, but he saw like Bill Burr had this viral moment when he goofed on Joe Rogan for saying, "Don't you think wearing a mask makes you a bitch?" or or something to that effect. And I mean, when you when you've got the president down to Joe Rogan, who yeah. wields a lot of influence, and Joe Rogan is like the second president. He's the president. <laughs> I heard a really funny analogy. They say Joe Rogan is like uh, the Gwyneth Paltrow of bros. <laughs> He's got like the goop. The on it is his goop. <laughs> and, Joe Brogan. Yeah, exactly. Or bro and so, Rogan. like, you know, and I really take cross with this whole notion that wearing a mask makes you a bitch. You have to understand, wearing a mask doesn't even protect you. It protects other people. What about that is a bit, is being a bitch? It's just, I, I don't know what's so hard to understand. If you wear it, you're protecting others. 
because you can have no symptoms and still carry the virus and still give it to other people. What's so hard to understand? It's like so I think people, simple. I think people think they wear the mask to protect themselves. But, but the mask, haven't people said it like a million times by now? Yeah, I've heard it a million times. How it you, works? It catches your respiratory droplets. I, I was listening to somebody talk about it the other day. He says, it was Dr. Fauci. He's a reputable guy. The mask catches 90% of your respiratory droplets. And then... Um, you need a certain amount of virus to get infected. And so the amount that it cuts down makes it virtually impossible to transmit the disease unless you're in like a really um, small room with bad circulation with that person for a while. If you're outside with masks, it's almost impossible to transmit the, the, the virus, right? Another thing about the virus is that that I learned is that it really doesn't transfer from surfaces. It's all from people to people. Yes, exactly. So the whole surface thing, I, like I stopped sanitizing my groceries and stuff because it's like such a fucking schlep. So tedious. So so it's really all about the respiratory droplets. It's about the mask and washing your hands. And washing your hands always is great. So it's about it's really happens when you breathe in other people's. Droplets, mists, whatever, you know. That's why the most dangerous environment is like a small um, air-conditioned room. Much like this one. Stay away from me. <laughs> um, because then the air circulates and everybody gets sick. But anyway, um, how do we get on this? Uh, yeah, it's just incredible and somehow I'm I, I, I dumbfounded that the stock market, dude, the stock market is completely uncoupled from reality. The stock market is like a big troll. They go, yesterday, they're like, the biggest day, single day of new COVID infections, over 41,000. And the stock market today is up 2%. <laughs> it's like, who is fucking investing in the stock market on that news? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't like it. I hear I a lot of like people it. saying it's almost like a Bitcoin craze. Everyone thinks they're a day trader now. I've heard several people tell me that they're day traders, unironically. I'm like, dude, <laughs> everybody's a day trader in a bull market. Just wait till shit hits the fan. We'll see how much of a day trader you are. It's, I don't understand our economy. I don't understand. I don't understand it. It's crazy. Anyway, it was my birthday this week. Thank you, Hila. It's your birthday. Uh, you treated me very well. You're I'm welcome. 35 years old. Yeah. 35. I'm not, like, depressed about it, actually. I usually get depressed on my birthday, but I actually wasn't depressed this time. I think so, it's because we got little Theodore. Yeah, Theodore is a great one. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of love in our house. I feel very... I do feel very happy in our home with our yeah, doggies dog and our kid. So cute. Yeah, he's such a sweetheart. We haven't done a Theodore update in a long time, so um, a little update. Mm -hmm. He's obsessed with tractors. Track, tractors and, it, and trucks and trash trucks. That's all he says. Tractor. <laughs> and he kind of whispers it. Trash truck. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> he goes, yeah. 
tractor? And he thinks he thinks anything with wheels is a tractor. <laughs> and he started pointing and goes this. So he goes tractor, <laughs> this, this, anything with wheels. Like for example, um, we there was a cooler. We were doing a photo right. shoot, and the cooler had wheels. He goes tractor. <laughs> we're like, well, close. <laughs> but he's walking now, like fully walking. He's starting to talk. Mm-hmm. He just got his first haircut. He looks so cute. <laughs> he loves his books. I got him like a tractor book with all of the different kinds of trucks and tractors. Mm-hmm. And he just loves it. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, oh, my God. Dude, I had like a heart attack yesterday. He face planted on the tiles. And I got so I got so distraught. Because he slammed his head on the ground, and you can hear it. It was like, <clears throat> and then he starts crying. And he had nose on it. He had blood on his lip and coming out of his nose. And I was like, oh, my God. I get so nervous. I was like, he's got brain damage. He broke something. He's never going to be the same. He's got brain damage. He's never going to be the same. Yeah. I just ruined, we just ruined his life. There's so much pressure. <laughs> Dude, I felt so distraught. It really wasn't that bad, though. No, he was fine. <laughs> but I was just like, I was so distraught. I felt so bad for him. But he was totally fine in like yeah. five minutes. But he had blood coming out of his little nose. I mean, that's yeah, just that was fucking hor- hor- horrific. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> had a good birthday. It was very nice. I'm 35 years old, and uh, I feel okay about it, you know? It's all right. Mm-hmm. Could be worse. Could be 40. 40 is fucking weird. Yeah. 40 is going to be weird, dude. That's like, yeah. oh, dude. <laughs> you want to dose people. I'm dead, bro. You want to what people? want to dose people that are 40. I don't know. Dose? Like that, this person like those people oh you're one of those people yeah I see. yeah you're an old fucking piece of shit yeah anyone over 40 is is they're not a cool 90s kid they're like a piece of shit boomer it's like the kid from a different school kind of thing i want to be a piece like- i already am a piece of shit boomer let's be honest Speaking of wearing masks, I love this video. There's a whole new breed of people who refuse to wear masks. I've, I've, I've thought about this, okay? You know how we were all making fun of social justice warriors like three, four years ago? I submit to you here today that these people are the new social justice warriors. They have the same energy, the same vibe, and it's just a fucking mask. It's just a mask. Watch this guy. He's well. He's willing to throw <laughs> life and limb at Walmart. You gotta, no. you gotta watch this shit. Bro, you gotta wear a mask, bro. Oh my god. You haven't seen this either? No. Bro, you gotta wear a mask, bro. It's Walmart, dog. You don't have a fucking god-given right to be in Walmart. <laughs> oh, I thought there was more. I want more. I think this is a short version. Bro, you gotta wear a mask, bro. You move the mouse from like right where to be. <laughs> He he charged. Wait, can you find a longer version? Because he charges in there. Yeah, there was another. That's an old man. Oh yeah, no. You think his... he would know better? No, it's his God-given right, Yula, to to shop in Walmart without a mask. That's what they think. 
Life, liberty, and the pursuit of not wearing a mask. The pursuit of germs. <laughs> there was another thing I, I uh, retweeted, which I'll pull up here. Um, I get off on these kinds of tweets. This, this, this to me is, is my favorite thing right now. She goes, this is on Facebook, of course. Me wearing no mask and going the wrong way down every aisle in Walmart. But see, see this, this rude, and I'm just going to say this and forgive me, bitch. Unforgiven. Because she, this is, this is just a cruel, she, uh, for either from ignorance or just flippant cruelty. You walking down Walmart aisles without a mask, you are not helping yourself. You are risking the people around you. That old Nana reaching up for Jello on the top shelf is going to drop dead because of your dumb fucking ass. Okay? Well, anyway, a couple days later, she writes, As of today, I was informed I tested positive for COVID-19. If I've been in contact with anyone lately, please go get tested. Fuck you, bitch. Right now, my only symptom are dizzy spells, dry throat, and cough, which I thought were just allergies. Please keep my family in your prayers. I'm not praying for you. As I have a lot, a lot of kids. I have a lot of kids. That's a weird way to say it. How many kids specifically? Yeah. Did you forget the number? <laughs> how many kids? <laughs> like it's less words to just say how many kids you have. It's just one digit, I'm assuming. Who I am worried about most, especially my two-month-old. Well, maybe you should have fucking taken it more seriously, dumb dumb. Would you pray for her, Eula? Um, I don't pray. She asked you to pray for her. No mask, no prayers. That's my policy. Hmm. What about thoughts? Will you think about her? I just did, I guess. <laughs> I'll think about her. But bad thoughts. Is it rude to, to call a female person a bitch? I feel like it I is. I think so, yeah. But the thing is, like, so here's where I... Because what's the equivalent for a guy? Um, you could call him a... I think it's the equivalent is, is asshole, or, but, but not really, because there's a sexist connotation a bitch. Yeah. Um, but here's where I draw the line. If you're just, like, casually referring to a female as a bitch... I, well, that's just we, like, well, we used to all do whole, that, I feel like, and, and I've stopped doing that, and I catch myself when I do it. But when I'm like, wow, this, this woman is a real fucking bitch. Like, that woman's a mm. fucking bitch. To, like, flaunt that she's cruising around aisles of Walmart without a mask, proud of it. Like, fuck you, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, bitch. Man, like, fuck <laughs> that's the campaign. And I don't like saying bitch, um, right? I don't like calling I women. I don't like it. I don't like it. No, I don't like it either, but I like, don't like it. what do you call that? What do you call that? Psycho. I say, I say psycho all the time lately. I probably need more words in my vocabulary. Like, dude, if you're going to call any woman a bitch, it's her. I think. But there's a lot of guys doing that, too. I mean, if you call a guy a bitch, it's pretty insulting, too, because it demasculates them. I like calling guys a bitch. Yeah. So then I should be able to call... A female a bit. But, like, I, I, you have to really use... You can't just use that. Yeah. Like, if I called you a bitch, that's like, ooh. <laughs> that's not... I would never do you that. You can't. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. It's mm -hmm. not funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh... 
Keemstar has something to say. Do you Keemstar's guys have an opinion on this conversation? Each I'm curious. Street, Street is fucking innocent. Well, thank okay. you very much, Keemstar. Garbage. Anyone else? <laughs> I think everyone agrees with me, right? What, that it's... That you shouldn't but she's call a, women bitches? Yeah, but she's a bitch. Yeah, I mean, I, I've... Lately, I, I find myself going to the more than the bitch. Um, oh, well, that's way more insulting. <laughs> you know, I feel like it's almost. I feel like it's shifting. I don't know because no, 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 the no, no, rest no. of the English speaking world is is a fairly you, casual insult. I gotta stop you. If you call a female the c word, we can't even say that, Dan. You're gonna have to. Oh. You're gonna have to bleep that mm. because YouTube demonetizes our whole. Wow. That's well, YouTube one of, is a bunch of. They, 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 Dan, you Stop can't it. say that. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna not. beep that one too. But here's the thing: you can't even, you can't even bleep it. You understand? Because if they know what you're saying, okay. you can't even think it. Yeah, it, they hold. I learned this first of all from YouTube, and I was like, what? But they hold the c word in the same esteem as the n word. They consider now, it a hate word. I may have no idea what I'm saying because this is my. It's not my first language, but I kind of find it less offensive in a way. It's I don't not. know why. If you call a female the C word, that's the worst well, thing. Well, you're that's clearly saying it in a hatred tone. Of course, you're like if, trying to offend anyway, right? But there is something about saying bitch from a guy that kind of comes off in a wrong way for me. It's like kinda, If I was mad at a female and I called her the C I think they're both equally offensive. If you're mad, if you're saying it out of place of anger, they're both really offensive. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, they're both bad. <laughs> but for some reason, YouTube was like, ooh, the C word's like the N word for women. <laughs> I was like, really? I agree. I think the C word is harsher. Yeah, the mm -hmm. C word is, it, it is, is very so hard. hard. The C word is like more funny for some reason. Yeah. Well, in England, why. they use it very colloquially. And Australia, the whole in we're but the only ones that take offense yeah. to it because Americans, we're Puritan weirdos. I but in know. England, if you call, <laughs> in England, if you call a woman a c-word, you probably she probably wouldn't be. Well, it's very not. Happy I don't think it. it's even that. Um, it's not that gendered in the rest of the world either. Uh, guys call other guys that all the time too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't. I don't know. It's a I weird thing. I don't problem. know why I it's think, held in such uh, a steam it's here. The, the fact that there's a gender to. But she was a bitch. Let's be clear. That woman's a bitch. I think she's a c-word. Oh yeah. I mean, she might even go up. I think we all think she's a c-word, basically. But I, I, if I, if you're saying I can't call her a bitch, then I definitely. <laughs> if you can call her a c-word, then I could definitely call her a bitch. I guess. Definitely. <laughs> you have to listen to what you're saying. Here. I mean, words matter. <laughs> All right, you're gonna have to do a lot of editing there. <laughs> Make that work. You know, Jaw Rule was in a commercial. Jaw Rule is desperate for gigs. What I does guess. Jaw Rule think about this? <laughs> right. So Jaw Rule is desperate for gigs after the Fire Festival. Apparently, I don't know what's the source on this, but they say he was paid in a Ziploc bag of no, lamb that's meat. A, that's a joke. That's not real. <laughs> Are you sure, Dan? I mean, I well, it, I guess I can't know. It for sure, looks but. like that would be the kind of payment. <laughs> yeah. You would well, get how much for more it? can he get paid <laughs> no, for this? Um, uh, well, let's watch it first, and then I'll give you some more context. Oh, you have context. I do have some context, but oh. it will take away from the funny. So let's just watch. Oh no! It make you wanna slap your mama. Pop Fristos got the best motherfucking gyros, gyros. You ever ate your life so good? Make me think to. You got 
to have Peters. Peters! Pop Cristo Peters! They got everything. I'm going to just give you a rundown of some of my favorites. They got Taz. He doesn't know what tzatziki is. <laughs> I, uh, well, hold on. I, 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 I don't know how to say that one. Yeah, that shit happened. I go to soup. Pizza. And they got wine too. I'm telling you, come on down to Papa Cristo's. You can't even pronounce the food. It's so damn good. Show them what you're working with, Papa. Show them how you do it. Hey, yeah, Papa. Hey, where are you? Papa, this shit are I you don't here? fucking get. Come on down to Stuff. Papa Cristo's. 2771 West Boulevard Pico. Or Boulevard you Pico. can call right <laughs> now and get it delivered. Papa Cristo's. Oh, make you want to do the thing. So what's the context on that one? So it's uh, <laughs> what was that uh, jaw roll? That's not fraud. Oh, what is it then? I would call that false advertising. Okay, there's a fair difference. I hope it's not false advertising. I hope it look good. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's for a, a reality show called Celebrity Show Off, where show uh. Where stars compete with each other to create compelling content in order to attract oh. YouTube oh. viewers. That's way ja, that you're right. That's, I, that's not why funny. I didn't want to tell you before you watched it. Ja Rule said he that's made the funny. and then I'll make it even less funny for you. Ja Rule said he made the video with hopes of helping a small business amid the COVID nineteen pandemic. So he's trying to he's, so trying he's to actually do doing a nice good thing, thing and he's exactly. actually being funny here. Yes, exactly. I wonder if these guys are getting orders. <laughs> I'm sure they do. So you I think it's in LA. Maybe we should go. It. Are you telling me he was not paid in a Ziploc bag? I do not believe me. <laughs> I love that guy's tweet, but no, I don't think so. <laughs> that food looked bomb as hell. Well, hold on. Uh, though. This I place is in it. LA. It's on Pico. Uh, like, we should go. If commercials were just like that on TV, that would be way better. So, Can yeah. we order? Do they deliver to this address? It's a little too far. It's too far. Uh, yeah, it's on Zach, the Zach, but hold on. on what draw, does Jaw Rule really believe what he said? Let's think of how to dig ourselves out of this shit, man. Hmm. <laughs> That doesn't sound good, but does, does he think that, was it false advertising, though, but they said the food was good, or was it? That's not fraud. No. Okay. No, it's not. But is the food good, actually? I would call that uh, false advertising. That doesn't sound good. I don't know. See, I don't know what to think about it. Hmm. Garbage. It's so good. Oh, Vin Diesel likes it. It's so good. I trust Vin Diesel. God, you're so beautiful. That's what Vin Diesel tells the gyro before he takes a bite. God, you're so beautiful. This is this is Vin Diesel seconds before biting into the gyro. Look how beautiful Did you say Euro? Or is it gyro? Did I we go know. over that before? You're, it's probably Euro. This is Vin Diesel after his first bite of Euro. Women is turning the beautiful world. <laughs> this is Keemstar after taking one bite of Euro. Garbage. <laughs> He doesn't like it? This is him after three hell? bites of Euro. Garbage! <laughs> you really crossed the line. <laughs> anyway, how much time we got? Uh, we're about 28 minutes into the show. You know, uh, you guys may have heard, it's a big story. Jenna Marbles is, can she's canceled herself. She's leaving YouTube. She's getting a lot of shit from people over the years. And uh, she's just, I guess, made an, a final apology video and said she's stepping away from her channel in a video called All right, A so Message. I get it. Um, and uh, 
it's been all the talk of the town, really. I think it's been really hard for everyone to watch the video and to see her be so hard on At herself. All. The first two things that I would like to address is the fact that there are people that were offended that I did blackface as Nicki Minaj in 2011. And I'll show you the clip. <laughs> it's incredibly cringy and embarrassing. This is private. It has been private for quite some time, but it looks like this. You know, I, ha I look. I'm not the person who say what blackface is okay and not, but I do wonder if there's a difference. Like Jimmy Kimmel recently got in trouble. Jimmy Kimmel, Carl Malone. I don't know if he got in trouble. People are trying to expose, quote, expose him for doing blackface, and then there, there was the Man Show. And he used, he used to do bits where he would, like, black body. But he, he used to always do these bits about Carl Malone because he's such a character. Phoning home like E.T. Carl Malone read on TV about white people getting deducted by aliens. Sticking on. So, I don't know. I don't know if the times just changed up on us. I guess you wouldn't do that today. Well, the times have definitely changed. Yeah. No one is doing this But today. I think it's, it's kind of, you can't really go back in time this far and then, like, apply today's standards like think about that this was on comedy central like they have censors and standards and practices and the people who run that department saw this who are the eagles they fucking nick everything in the ass right they don't let anything slip by and they saw this and thought that was okay i'm not saying it's okay now but at the time the people who were paid to be super critical of anything that could be controversial green lit this sketch and I think that just goes to show that you can't go back in time. Like, God, when was when was this show even? I mean, fucking 20 years ago, probably, right? Yeah, Man Show was like late I 90s. I think it's definitely opening an interesting conversation to what, what should still live out there, though. Because with YouTube, the weird thing is that it's always available for you to watch. But she did private yeah, she those old videos. Yeah. So. I mean, I've done and said really cringy shit in my early career that I've privated. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, I think everybody has. I feel like everyone is like the society as a whole is growing over the years and understanding what's okay and what's not okay. And these are just like the these are just little pieces of part of what was okay at that time. But mm -hmm. it's also kind of like a reminder that how things have changed like I you would never see this today no but uh, but it, to me it's clear that he's not like when you say blackface you're you're what the the original blackface is when white people would play black people and color their face black because black people weren't accepted to play themselves in theater because people were so racist but like when I look at what he's doing here I don't see a dude who's really doing that I think he's doing an impression, but again, I'm not the person to to say if this is okay or not. You know, I can see why people would be. I mean, he doesn't. Well, can he do it? I don't know. I, I frankly, I don't know. I'm conflicted on it. I guess. But uh, anyway, this whole thing, like, is he wearing like a whole rubber suit? 
Like he looks fucking crazy. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's <laughs> like yeah. it's like so beyond I blackface. Even butt. it's like what it's black body. Look at his it's arms. Just, he's committed to the. To the is it like a whole rubber suit? Because like look at how buff his arms are. I don't think. James yeah, it could be you're right. Like it could be at his neck. Right. Hundred two percent to keeping them little green man off this here earth. Because the day them dude sticks something up. You used to watch the show. Yeah. I never liked it, even as a kid. I did. I liked it. It was stupid. I like that one kid. They had like this one kid they would tell what to do on the street. It was the funniest shit. Like this 12-year-old kid with the earpiece in, and he would like hit. Oh, they would like feed him lines or whatever? Yeah, I vaguely remember that. I liked it, but hey, whatever. So so this is kind of what's happening to Jenna. Even though she already... She had privated that video years ago though, right? Like, this isn't in reaction to... And it's from 2011. I think she's being so hard on herself, but I understand people keep bringing it up and bringing it up. It's like, what can you do, you know? But I think all of us who have been on the internet that long, who who has not among us over a 10-year career on YouTube done or said something that by today's standard will look horrible? Mm -hmm. Nobody. I mean, nobody. Except Keemstar. He's the one person with clean hands. (laughs) He has never said or done anything offensive. Garbage. But I just, you it's know, a, it's a really tough conversation. I, Here's, I, it's being she's being super responsible, and she clearly <laughs> wants to do the right thing. Yeah, and I think that's really, really good of her. But I do think she, it seems like she's too harsh on herself. All of her new content for is, years, uh, nothing like that old stuff. That I have to say that I've always had a lot of respect for Jenna because. For the past several years, she's been making content that at the expense of nobody, mm-hmm. which is kind of an outlier on YouTube, right? Um, the trend on YouTube for the past several years is like talking about this, talking about this person. And uh, she's actually out there doing original content and... So I've always thought, like, hey, that that's really cool that she's doing that. Here's another one from her past that I guess people will keep bringing up. The next thing that I want to address. Okay. <laughs> this is also from 2011. A bad year for me in judgment, apparently. Um, Same year. This video is called Bounce That Dick. This has also been made private. Uh, I don't want to offend anyone. I'm not interested in it. I'm not interested in making anyone feel bad. In case you haven't noticed. Um, here's the clip. I will play it for you. Here, hold on. Let me remind you. So as you can see, I said, hey, Ching Chong Wing Wong, shake your King Kong Ding Dong. Sorry, that was racist. I'm bad at rap songs. I mean, it's just a goof. You know? Um, yeah, I understand her. Obviously, she doesn't want to be a part of something that might insult someone. Also, I guess she doesn't want people to look at that and then, like, think, like, oh, I can do that today. Yeah. Uh, she slut, she used to make videos slut-shaming girls, she says, for sleeping around. Videos about what girls do, what guys do. She says she doesn't like gender identity jokes. 
uh, yada yada yada. She's she's being very responsible. She's very on herself. I think she's a great person. I think she makes great content. I have a lot of respect for her, and I'm very sad that she's being so hard on herself and that there's these little fucking trolls on the internet too. And I, I have to tell you, the people who bring this shit up repeatedly over and over again are the same. These people don't care about being offended by it. They really. I feel like the people who bring this up are just trying to make a point like, you're a fucking hypocrite because you did this 10 years ago, and so now you can never address this. I feel like it's a shame because there are real movements right now that are happening for good reasons that should be happening and changes that are good. And then there's like the extreme like this where, I don't know, like, yeah, those videos were wrong and she already knew that and she already privated them. Mm -hmm. And she already has moved on from this content. She doesn't make this today. Mm -hmm. So I think she's allowed to grow. She's clearly made a meaningful change in her yeah. life. Like there's no resemblance of that old content for several years going. Mm -hmm. So you have to give someone the benefit of the doubt at a certain point. But like I said, the people who... Um, anyway, I, I don't want to get... There's this... Next week, I have a lot more to talk about. But anyway, I go, I uh, give my thoughts and my prayers. Go out to Jenna Marbles, who's great, and I wish her all the best. Me too. And with that being said, let's throw it to a quick break. And when we come back, we will interview the great Eric Andre to celebrate the release of his new comedy special on Netflix called Legalize Everything. Uh, it's a short interview he was limited on time today but we make the best of it so let's uh let's see you guys in a little bit and we'll see you there i know most of you are probably thinking why don't you use incognito mode well let me tell you something incognito mode does not hide your activity it doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history your internet service provider can see every single disgusting raunchy Fucked up, filthy, rotten thing you've done, you sick fuck. That's why even when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter if you get your internet from Verizon or Comcast. ISPs in the U.S. can legally sell your information to ad companies? Whoa, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's crazy. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure service so that your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN turned on. It runs seamlessly in the background, and it's just so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and boom, you are protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, phones, computers, and even your smart TV, so there is no excuse for you not to be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Wired. Visit our exclusive link at expressvpn.com slash h3, and you get an extra three months for free with a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash h3. ExpressVPN.com slash H3 to learn more. Welcome, everybody. Eric Andre, um, here to celebrate 
among many other things, legalize everything available right frickin' now on Netflix. And I congratulate you on an excellent and a, a really fun stand-up. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Is this your first, this is your first, I didn't even know you did stand-up, to be quite frank. So I was very first, impressed. I, I did it, I did, I've done it longer than anything else. I've been doing it 17 years. This is my wow. first special. Yeah. Well, you were, I, I thought it was fantastic. And, and prophetic as well. I know we we filmed it in October and it's somehow more relevant now than when we when we taped. Yeah, yeah. you uh sure. y- you have a bit where you are uh, making fun of the show Cops, which is now canceled. Yes, and we released the clip I think the day or day after it was canceled. So how do you feel about that? Do you feel that uh, I, that's perfect timing? I mean, the timing is impeccable. Do you? I feel like Cops maybe is a show that shouldn't probably have ever existed. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, probably not. Just glorifying cops, like uh, yeah. But in in the eighties and nineties, I did watch it as a kid. I, I did was, too. Like, yeah, I was glued to it. It was fascinating, but mm. it, uh, it is uh, fascistic. So you have you have released a special at a time when people were allowed to gather. It's hard to miss the fact that there's people gathered. You you just barely hit that COVID. You were, you hit you came no, right I, before COVID. No, I'm not articulating that's, that's, myself. That's where you're wrong. We filmed it a week ago. Everyone got. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that. we filmed it. We filmed it in October. I, I I couldn't have predicted a global pandemic, but uh, yeah, it's just blind luck. You were the last one to make a special. The last, wow. the last special. It is the final special. <laughs> so, what's your life post COVID? What is it? What is Eric? Post COVID, COVID ain't over, brother. Post COVID, I mean, COVID is here, but what's your life like now? COVID's here to stay. I'm going a little stir crazy, but uh, getting shit accomplished. I was drinking a lot in the beginning. I had to take a month off of drinking. Mm. A little too much self, a little too much self medicating. Do I have any bats in the cave? Any boogers? Let's mm. see closer. No, you look. Good. You look no. You look beautifully. Look. Do you trim your nose hairs? I don't see any. No. Wow, you are <laughs> blessed. I'm. I'm hashtag blessed. Yeah. See if I gave you that similar view, you would not be. It would not be. Pretty. Both of your both of your eye lines are so like. What are you guys looking at right now? Why don't <laughs> I'm looking at this. Here, how's this? I should look at the yeah, camera. Yeah, that, look at that. That makes yeah. sense to me. You guys yeah. are like this all the time. Like, hey, how's your COVID going? So for it's like the very we have eerie. A, we have a like television a, where yeah. we can see you. But oh, you're watching cops. I'm watching right. cops. <laughs> yeah, I'm not you're really paying attention to you. Um, yeah, I'm gonna look at the camera. Yes. So yesterday we had. Have, you don't have to. I'm just roasting you. You can look at look at where whatever your heart desires. It just is. Like, I'll just. I'm gonna look like, at Elo. So what's what's going on? <laughs> How are you? <laughs> We've missed you. I will. I will spare you that. We had yesterday 41,000 new cases of COVID. So we are number one. Uh, congratulations. USA. I, th- I think USA. it's worth celebrating. USA. And we also had 2,500 deaths yesterday, too, which I want to. S- my only regret is that if we would have stopped testing earlier, we could have saved those poor lives. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it sucks right now. Did you have gray hair before? You got a salt and pepper. You got a silver fox thing going on now. Yeah, no, it's a co- it's the COVID. Oh, it's coursing through your veins. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've <laughs> I always like, I like it. You look mature. 
Well, thank you. What do you say? And you match, and you, and you, and you match your shirt. Well, thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> Actually, I individually dye specific hairs to match That's the right. ensemble that I am wearing for the day. That's what I figured. Yeah. Um, have you seen this? I gotta show. I can't show this to you, but I'll describe it to you. It's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. You can't spell American Dream without Eric Andre in the middle. Goddamn right, my parents planned that. They're very patriotic. How no, the f- that's not that's just total <laughs> happenstance. When's the first time you realized that? I mean, that's yeah. incredible. I saw that on Twitter the, the other day. Like four or five years ago, yeah. It's huh. the best thing ever. It's right there in the middle. So there you go. Um What are we gonna do? Are we gonna legalize everything? Is that the issue today? Yeah, fuck it. YOLO. <laughs> Anarchy in the streets, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's something to that. I think we do need to legalize all the drugs. I, I mean, legalize everything is tongue in cheek, right? I don't mean legalize murder. I, no, I not murder, like, but yeah. Legalize, legalize all nonviolent consensual adult activities. Right. Mm-hmm. Things Pro- that bring things that bring adults joy in moderation and used responsibly and not abused should be legal and making them illegal doesn't make the demand for them go away no it just put, pushes them to the underground where they uh, are put in the hands of violent people so um yeah that's that's more the you have gist of it. you have uh, wonderful anecdotes about prostitutes lsd um um and everything else, really, MDMA, cocaine. I think we should legalize all of it. And I'd Let's like, do it. and I'd like Tonight. to do, and I'd like to do all of it with you. <laughs> okay, sounds good. We'll Let's go halfsies. I'll Venmo yeah. you. <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> so what? What else is going on? You've you've finished. You've accomplished the stand up. We've got Eric Andre coming up. The new season is this year. It was been uh, released. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. that's exciting. That's exciting. Season f- season five coming out. This year, we got my movie coming out on Netflix this year. Very exciting stuff. The movie, by the way, which I've been looking forward to, you, I can't watch it anywhere, right? I was trying to find it. Cause you've it's got- It's not out yet. Oh, cause it said Jennifer. It was, go- it was gonna come oh, out in April and oh. then COVID happened. It was gonna be released theatrically in April. We're gonna premiere it South by Southwest. Released theatrically, then COVID hit, and it all came crashing down. But then Netflix saw it, and they loved, loved, loved it. Thank God. It. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's going to be on Netflix, and they're, they're the best place to be. So you got a Netflix deal. You got? Uh, did they buy your soul? Because they got the they got the stand up. They got. I the... hope so. My soul's for sale. I yeah, would, absolutely. Uh, I want to. I want to continue being in the Netflix business. So that's great. Uh, I that's yeah. a great place to have your movie. I can't wait to watch it. It looks like because I saw the trailer. And it said it came out in April or something. I was like, why the fuck haven't I heard of this? No, it was supposed to be released theatrically, but there ain't no more movie theaters left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, or they're not open, or some of them weren't open, or you got to sit six feet from your grandpa at the movie theater. It's all comp- it's complex. So, the movie is kind of like a bad grandpa-esque? You, you, you mind if I eat ta- some tacos? Go for it. Do your thing. <laughs> Is that okay? My girlfriend made just microwave me leftover tacos. Oh, you microwave your leftovers or tacos? Do you not like to eat them cold? We're well, getting a little house tour. Can we, we see like your that. girlfriend? Well, she's very shy. Do you want to be on camera, babe? No, no that's oh, nice. that's a hard no. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, let's see she's the tacos. Behind, she's at behind least. the scenes. Well, can we peep the tacos uh, at the, least? The tacos, yeah. She's yeah. like running away from the camera. From the, She's. I'm holding her hostage. It's an Ariel Castro situation. <laughs> Stockholm um, syndrome. 
Oh, um, um, so tell me about the movie because uh, it looks fantastic. So uh, yes, it is. It is a bad grandpa kind of thing. It's yeah. a narrative hitting camera. We made it with the guy that directed uh, Bad Grandpa and all the Jackass oh, movies, Jeff Germain. Awesome. He co-created oh. co Jackass. So uh, he was our mentor, our, our shepherd through the project, and it is a narrative hitting camera prank movie. So every single scene is a hitting camera prank, but it pushes the story forward, a la Borat, Bruno, Bad Grandpa kind of thing. It's the next thing. Amazing. Right? I, I, I always wonder, I was watching the trailer, and sometimes you do things that are might provoke a response from people that don't know, a violent response from people that don't know you're pranking them. Does that yeah, ever happen? We got, a, we, go, we got a knife pulled out on this day one of shooting, and Rel almost go. quit the movie. Ooh! <laughs> yeah. But, but because Rel, we, we, did it, we did a prank, you know, we don't fake any reactions. It's all real reactions, all hidden camera. We did a prank where me and Rel, our characters, get their penises stuck in a Chinese finger trap. <laughs> and, we're running, and we're running all over town with our dicks in a Chinese finger trap, begging people to help, pull us out of this thing. We're in pain. We're in agony. We went to the hood. We was it your real cock hood. or was it a stunt cock? Uh, it was a stunt cock. It was this okay. like prosthetic cock so that we were able to stretch it like way far, <laughs> yeah. way back and forth. Yeah. So so our cocks are stuck in this thing, but they look hyper realistic. So our cocks are stuck in this thing. We're stretching them back and forth. We're begging people to get us out, cut us out. Um, we're in agony. We ran, We went to the hood. We went into this like hood ass barbershop. This dude saw our dick stuck in a Chinese finger trap. We begged him. We're like, excuse me, Mr. Barber, can we borrow your scissors? And he like went red. He was like, oh, hell no. And he went and he looked for his gun. He couldn't find his gun. He grabbed a knife and started chasing us out. And we could barely run in this thing. We're in this like co <laughs> cod piece joined at the cock. And we're running for our lives. This guy's chasing us with a knife. The thing, the dick snap, rel, rel like rolls on the ground, like under a parked car. I run for my life. Security jumps out. My safe word is popcorn. So I'm like, I'm trying to yell popcorn at <laughs> security, but I, I had so much adrenaline, I just started saying the word goosebumps. <laughs> no reason. So I was like, I'm like, goosebumps, goosebumps, goosebumps. My dick's hang my fake dick is hanging up. Goosebumps, goosebumps. The security's like, goosebumps. I don't like, ah, popcorn. Security jumps, grabs the guy. We're like, it's a hidden camera prank. We reveal the cameras, and then he looks around, and we're asking him to sign a release form. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, man, y'all are hilarious. When's this shit come out? Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. crazy. And then, and then he was like, I want to do these pranks in this neighborhood. <laughs> and then Rel was like, I want to quit. I, I have kids. I don't want to risk my life for this fucking movie. He, really does. <laughs> he calls Tiffany Haddish because they're good friends. He's like, Eric Andre's going to get me killed in his new movie. This guy pulled a weapon on us. Like, he's like, soup. he's beclemped. And she's dying laughing. She called me later that day. And we just had the woman that played Rel's sister just dropped out. She couldn't do the movie. So we had an opening in our cast. Tiffany called me later that night and she goes, yo, you almost got Ralph killed filming your movie. And I was like, yeah, I felt embarrassed. And she goes, yo, I want to be in your movie. That sounds awesome. I love doing this prank shit. I was like, what? Sure. Movie star Tiffany Haddish, you got the job. So that's, that's kind of like, although we almost died, it got us Tiffany Haddish to play in the movie. I'm surprised that his impulse wasn't to help you guys, but to kill two poor men with their penises stuck. In a well, we, we looked like eccentric German porn stars like oh. well, check out our worldly delights, oh, right, extravagant right. peni, and this guy is like, I've seen too much shit and I've come too far <laughs> for this. Let's see what you got. What are we eating here? Oh yeah. What kind of what kind of protein you got on there? 
Mule semen. No, chicken. <laughs> mm. It was hard to tell. It was very saucy. So, Bernie, you, you are a starch Bernie supporter, which uh, all of us here raise our... You say starch Bernie supporter? Staunch. Staunch. I like starch. <laughs> yeah, I misspoke. <laughs> like like potatoes. Yes. Some pasta. Yeah. Um, how are we feeling about Joe Biden? Are we uh, are we liking um, Joe Biden, Sloppy Joe? If if my only choice is Biden versus Trump, yeah, yeah, then I got to go with the uh, Sloppy Joe. Yeah, Sloppy yeah. Old Joe. You just got to push Grandpa Joe through the door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't know about you, but I'm tired of old all these old motherfuckers running mm. because Trump is old as fuck too. How old is he? He's like seventy five. Yeah, He's decrepit. It's rumored he wears Depends. He wears lips because he feels short. He spray tans. He has a comb over. The guy's like, actually, if you saw what he really looked like, just fat, <laughs> right? Pa pa pasty, bald, yeah, lopsided legs. You can see <laughs> like the decrepit old man that he is. Um, Not to be ageist, but uh, he's falling apart. And he eats like KFC and drinks like twelve diet cokes a day. Yeah, I wonder how that's. You know, sometimes I'll drink two diet cokes and I feel like I'm dying. Like if I and it's incredible to to drink that many diet coke. So my I almost am impressed by that. Yeah. But um, I I wonder what is the real reason Trump doesn't wear a mask. People say it's a political ploy. I think he just doesn't want to. I swear to God, I think he has a spray tan or makeup that he doesn't want to rub off his face. Might be a couple couple of those things. Um, did you did you mark march with Black Lives Matter? Went to a couple of marches. Yeah. Were people wearing masks? I feel like whenever I saw. Yep. Not good. only wearing masks, but there's a guy that had like a giant economy Costco thing of hand sanitizer, and he was like, "That's what's up." Mm. Pass, passing it out to all the people, like I got hand sanitizer. People were passing out bottled water. That's nice. It was really like you saw like a, a sense of community and unity that I haven't really experienced my whole life. Mm. It was a very diverse crowd, all millennial, like very. Like, Youth oriented. I was like very proud of my generation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, really cool to see. And there's real change being made. It's like, actually, I think I'm hoping that we're like at a tipping point where we're about to steer the ship like back on course against hatred and white nationalism and bigotry. I feel that too. I, I, I almost thought we were hopeless for a minute, but I was really impressed by the turnout. I feel like if there was no COVID, the turnout would have been like even crazier, you know? No, I actually think that quarantining made people so stir crazy mm. and people can't work right now so they can focus on civil rights issues and they're dying to get out of their house and be part of community. I think it actually weirdly helped mm -hmm. silver lighting. Yeah. Because I noticed there's this new thing in the media now as COVID is surging out of control that now it's the it, the whole fault is just the protesters and not Florida that never shut down and uh, people have been like chilling in malls and hookah shops. Yeah, I think any any politician will take any situation and use it for their political advantage. What the fuck is uh, else is good, dude? Not much, man. I'm, I took a month off of drinking, but I'm going to drink this weekend. I'm making cocktails. What are you drinking? Weekend. I'm going to make a hurricane. I'm going to make a pina colada. I'm a rum guy. So, damn, yeah. you're planning ahead. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make, um, I got a couple of new cocktail cookbooks. Some really kind of fancier, more exotic stuff, some tiki stuff, some tequila. We sell you know my secret ingredient in cocktails? Crush up a little Vicodin. 
put it at the bottom. Oh no, dude. Uh, that, that makes that, that cock that makes that cocktail <laughs> two for one. You know what I mean? <laughs> that can't taste good. No, I'm I'm just kidding. I put cocaine on my gums. But um uh <laughs> celebrating just the release of the special. Yeah. Celebrating the summer. I did a little I got a uh, I got a new jacuzzi. So I'm gonna mm. um hop in the coos, drink some drink some frosted drinks. I'm making um frozen palomas. I got a blender. Get a can of squirt, two ounce tequila, uh three quarter ounce lime juice, maybe a little essence of grapefruit, but you get that from the squirt. Put it in a blender with pebble ice, frozen frozen palomas all weekend. Really easy to make. <laughs> Delicious. Four ounce squirt, two ounce tequila, three quarter ounce. Zach, write that down. <laughs> yeah. We'll drink with blender. And then but but Break up your ice. Make your ice small before you put it in the blender, so you get that perfect slushy consistency. Mm. Don't put in. Don't That's put in big secret. cubes. If you put in big cubes, it's gonna not be consistent. Like have a good consistency. Mm. You want you, that like slushy consistency. Right. Yeah. Zach, you writing all this? Yes. Good. If you Thank if you, you don't want to do it with squirt, if you want a little bit healthier options, you could do uh, one and a quarter ounce grapefruit juice. Um, <laughs> three three quarter lime, two ounce tequila. Um, slap some basil, put in some basil and muddle it. Put in agave, three quarter ounce agave, muddle it, and shake that <laughs> up. And then put and then put a little topo chico or like a club soda or mira, mira agua. Put that on top so you get that you get that sparkly that you got from the squirt. If you don't want to do soda, you want to do a little bit healthier. Well, congratulations! Uh, I can see you're very much looking forward to getting the sauce on your oh. lips. I am salivating. Yeah. <laughs> you met, you're also, uh, interestingly, uh, Jewish. You you refer to yourself as uh, a Jewish black man. No, that was... Um, no, b- bluish. Oh, bluish. And, Wait, what's Jewish? And, and, and a, and a no, cashew. cashew. Oh, a cashew. So you're, 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 you're bluish. Do you feel that you are almost the perfect enemy of the clan? I feel like the clan, uh, you are enemy number one. You've got all oh, yeah. the things they dislike. Oh yeah. Do you feel more discriminated? Do you feel more hated as a black man or a Jewish man? Well, I, I think like none of the clan's hatred for me can outmatch my um, self-loathing for myself. <laughs> right. So, right. They're they're like here the way I, my hatred for my own self is. I'm like, oh, that's child's play. Guys. <laughs> right. Check this sure. out. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to my therapist for 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, you got a show on Queeby. Is that right? Yeah, but we can't film it because of quarantine. So you kind of have a show on Quibi. 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 That's I, a kind of. I like a... That you say you say Quibi. You say starch. You say you, yeah. you're like Doctor Seuss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You take liberties with the language in a way I've never seen before. I really like it. Quibi. Well, well. To be frank, nobody really knows what Quibi is. So nobody knows what starch is, but we're eating it. <laughs> yeah, we know. It. Yeah, that's true. Quibi. Quibi. Quibi or Quibi. 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 What's the deal with what is the deal with Quibi? Do you uh, find this whole thing kind of strange? I mean, we've um, been, we've been talking about it. Apparently, they've spent half a billion on advertising, they, and I still don't know who they are. What what it well, is? Well, they launched they launched in a tough time. They launched right right when quarantine started. Isn't that good know, so though for a streaming service? Yeah, but they're like they were only streaming on iPhones, and they were meant to be watched while you travel. Hmm. Um, and nobody, while you're traveling to work, because it's like all quick bites, it's like five minute, 10 minute shows. 
but nobody's traveling to work, you know, nobody's on the bus or the subway, you know, so, um, it's, it's a, it's a grind. Everybody that's putting out projects or had stuff like that was coming out right now is, is struggling and having to like, uh, re readjust. Touring is probably not going to happen for a while. Yeah, I'm glad I, I got all my touring out of my system last year. I was going to tour Eric Andre show live at the end of this year, but I, I think I have to wait till next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows at this point? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I really did. We are vaccine. We, we are on fire. The USA is crushing it on COVID. Um, I'm, I look forward to the numbers every day. At this point, it's just kind of like a morbid fascination because yeah. it's just it's exponential now and. We are killing it. No, Japan didn't shut down, and they have little to no COVID. They're just like way more hygienic than us, and they wear masks. That's it. You just have to wear. They don't shake hands. They bow. Yeah. Just have to wear masks. Be be smart. Be hygienic, and no more handshakes. Handshakes are over. Every time we leave the house, I still see people without a mask. Lots. Like all the time. Yeah. Well, it's 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 a cultural thing. You really this really highlighted the culture of each country like u.s mexico and brazil are like fuck it i don't need no mask (laughs) and then the president of brazil got covid and he was in the icu mexico it's rampant in mexico it's rampant in the united states the united states we're cowboy culture so we're like yeah fuck you you ain't gonna tell me to wear a mask (laughs) (laughs) but japan is like we're obedient we're hygienic right but we gotta go to work we're gonna continue they didn't shut down their businesses. They didn't shut down their economy. Their economy is fine and their COVID numbers are fine. Australia is doing well too, but Australia has the benefit of being remote and underpopulated. Same with New Zealand. Um, but they're also just cleaner than us. There's like, yeah. I've, I've traveled to those countries. There's not like pollution and garbage everywhere. We're like scumbags. <laughs> That's true. We're we like, <laughs> done with these hot Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> I see, you know, so I don't know. But you are so you, you you do seem very politically active. What is what is what is the some some things that you are most passionate about? The things we need to change here in this uh, America. The, num- the number one thing is global warming because if you cook the earth, we're all going to die. That no political opinion matters. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's no veg. If there's no vegetation, if there's no vegetables and no animals, there's no food, and then we die. How do we fix that? Do we? I think we just need our old politicians to die because they just don't care about it. Yeah, there's. Uh, well, COVID is factory, helping out fa- with that. Factory, far- fa- factory farms and fossil fuel. Uh, Maybe COVID's a good thing. Kill everybody off. Kill all the old yeah, people. Yeah, really, really, really all of humanity <laughs> should probably die. and We just give the planet back to the animals. Yeah. But um, that's just me. <laughs> you are the creator of Prostate Karaoke, are you not? I am the creator. I'm glad I am that, finally recognized. Yes, I'm a fan of Howard Stern, and I, I have to applaud you for being the genesis of some of the best sound bites on that show. Thank you very much, and they're very, very sweet to me. Shout out to the all, whole Howard Stern cast and crew. Um, uh, Benji scree- screaming in terror uh, when his when his gets uh, fingers up his ass is truly yeah yeah he's um, he's an emotional guy. <laughs> Very, very dramatic. How old are you? Are you getting routine prostate checks yet, or is that the? Uh, that's not that yet. Fir- that, was, that was the first one. He said my prostate was very healthy, but I'm under forty. I guess once I'm forty, um, I, I should start. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid that's my true. prostate probably has a little growth because when I pee, 
I get a lot of dribble. Sometimes I have to yeah. push a bit. Blood comes out. Blood does come out of the. Of the one time, one time I got my prostate checked, and I looked. The, uh, uh, you know, I felt it go in. I looked behind me, and both of the doctor's hands were in the air. Did wow that was it in a was it in a doctor's room or was it uh, somewhere else? It was in an alleyway. <laughs> yeah, that explains that. Yeah, for sure. It was in an alleyway. I was in <laughs> Moscow. <laughs> and uh, mm -hmm. it's quite a ride. You show your dick a lot. How does as how does that get? Uh, how's the penis? What a transition! Yeah. What a transition! <laughs> What's the philosophy between the penis? Uh, with the penis flashing. What's the philosophy of the pina colada? <laughs> I did not flash my penis. I flashed my <laughs> mangina. There is a difference. I did the Buffalo Bill. Right on the right. That's true. On the comedy special, you did flash don't your mangina. It, don't don't get it twisted, kid. Is it? Can you just show people your penis during a performance, or is that? Do you need like consent? Um, no, I'm actually in a lot of legal trouble right now, and this is my last interview before I go to jail. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. No, you actually can. Um, you can have nudity if it's part of a performance. This is a conversation we get into with uh, my lawyer a lot of times for Eric Andre's show. But it, yeah, that's why there's you can do nude scenes in movies, nude scenes in plays. Right, that um, makes sense. Is the mangina considered nudity? I don't know. It's like uh, if it, it's like Probably. If, someone if someone does a mangina in the forest, does does it make a sound? It's like one of those questions. Does it make a smell? I feel like the man Does it make a smell? Yeah. Does it have any starch? Right. Yes to both, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, it's been a while since I manginaed. Ela, have you ever seen a mangina in person? Um, no, I've only seen Eric Andres. That's the mangina. first mangina you've seen? Wow, I'm kind of bitter about that, Eric. You kind of... <laughs> this is my wife that you gave her her first mangina. You showed your, my wife on her birthday your mangina. Right. And I am suing you. I am suing the school system. I am suing the teachers. I am suing the principal. <clears throat> uh, Ela, what was your reaction to a mangina? I was impressed. Impressed by the pew, by the logistics, by the, by, I guess. I could do that. Why are you impressed by that? Wait, hold on. Obligado. Hold on. I can do that. I guess it doesn't seem like it would be so easy to do. You but. just jam it back there and slam, right, Eric? But you did it so fast. Jam and slam. I got a lot of experience. I'm the yeah, quickest draw in the West. I'm like the Clint Eastwood <laughs> of manginas. <laughs> well. Um, that's something the old boys do, if you didn't know, Ela. Every boy at a certain age realized he could tuck his dick with balls back and have a vagina for a minute. Yeah, my dad was like, why do you always do this thing? Why don't you show them your real penis so they know you're a man? <laughs> I go, Dad, that's a crazy thing to say. I was like, I'm crazy, but you loco essay. <laughs> is there, is, there's really not a female version of a mangina, unfortunately. No, there's uh, the, um, there's the, uh, Pocinus. <laughs> describe you just, that. You just gotta beef up your labias at the oh, gym. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> Stretch them out, form them. Stretch them. 
Stretch them. Tape them together. Was the <laughs> was the next season already shot of Eric Andre? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, we finished oh. shooting right before quarantine. Oh, you are you what have is, good what quarantine. Is your, what is your what is your <laughs> accent? Where are you from? I, I know you hate that question. Uh, Israel. La Dorvador. La Dorvador. From generation, oh. it means from generation to generation in Hebrew. Surprised yeah, you didn't know that. Not really anything anyone maybe, would maybe say. Are, are you from Israel? Because <laughs> your Hebrew is questionable. Wait, what okay? is? How do you say it in Hebrew? What he said, generation to generation. La do, something la like that. Say it. La dor vador. It sounds like you're speaking it's, Spanish. Say it, Ila. Dor le dor. Dor le dor. Something like that. La dor vador. I think the la is throwing us off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a Hebrew word. I did a I did a show in Tel Aviv a year and a half ago. It was like one of the best shows I did. Ever. Really? It's awesome. That's awesome. So so hype. Did you like Tel Aviv? I, I like Tel Aviv. Yeah. Tel Aviv's awesome. Nice, and the people was, there. Are... Uh, it was. I was there for Passover. Passover mm. before mm-hmm. last. But um, the promoter was great. The venue was great. Uh, I ate amazing food. I had the best hummus of my entire yeah, life. Yeah, the hummus. Yeah. I, I got really good records. I got really good, like, mm. old 70s. You heard of Kaverit? Funk. What? Kaverit? Kaverit. What's that? Oh, this like, the famous Israeli old 70s funk band. Oh, let me look it up. Really Spell good. It. Uh, um, Spell it. Like, C-A-V-E-R. E-T. I think it's a K. Kaverit Maybe Israel. K. It's fucking awesome. They call them the Israeli Man. Beatles. This is how famous they were in Israel. They did their last show in Israel. They did a free show. Kaverit? With K. Yeah, yeah. with a K. K- oh, with a K. K-A-V-E-R-E-T. Ah, found them. Kaverit. So they did their last show in Israel. Bye. I can see you in the reflection Bye. of the window. I see you in the reflection, babe. We just see a ghost. I do. I swear to God, she's just. You walked out the front door. He goes. You just walked out the front door. (laughs) We can edit. We we can blur her in the window. Blur her. She did not sign the release. Keberit. Keberit. Yeah. So they were such a big deal in Israel. They called them the Israeli Beatles. That when they played their last show, there was a million people there. Of in Israel of greater Israel, if you like take out the West Bank and stuff, there's a population of five million. So you have almost a quarter of the population at their concert. They say wow. the streets were empty in Tel Aviv. Wow, wow. Cool. They're, yeah, they're cool. Wow. I love them and uh <clears throat> one of the main singers is also a comedian, so they got this like goofy vibe. Epic. <laughs> what are some of the guests that you have on the new season? Can you tell? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can tell. Uh, gosh, I'm trying to blink. I got Grimes. I got Lil Yachty. I mm, got Toro right. Imoa. Mm. I got um, mm. a lot of rappers. Freddie Gibbs, Trippy Red. Um, uh, I got uh, Lizzo's on. Anderson Pack is on. Um, Weird Al Yankovic. Ooh. Uh, jo- Joey Badass. Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, a lot. Ooh, a lot. We got a lot of good people on. Lakeith Stanfield. Um, 
Can, Gosh, can I'm you can, blank, can you share with me? Uh, I love your interviewing techniques, and I don't know how many people are familiar with that. You have a very particular way of interviewing people. You turn up the heat as much as yeah. possible. Well, we just don't run the air conditioning, so it gets very, very hot. Then. Yeah, so and I'm sure it does get very hot yeah. with all the lights. You, your yeah. goal is to make the interviewee as uncomfortable as possible. Is that right? Well, not uncomfortable. We're just trying to make like a b absurdist, bizarre talk show and get like a reaction out of people. Mm. You know, we, the what makes the show interesting? You're watching real celebrities cope with my nonsense, and they don't know who the fuck I am. So <laughs> I just go to the moon. I take them to the moon. Is that true, though? I feel like people know who you are at this point. Maybe in the first, I think in the no, first. We, we, we purposely, like, seek out celebs that not only don't even know me, but wouldn't really watch Adult Swim. Mm -hmm. um, it was de it was definitely harder this year, but we have some tactics. <laughs> we, have, so we have some secret operations we do to make them not know too much. But even if they know me or they have seen the show, they don't know the gags that are coming. Right. You know, when, when cockroaches start flying out of the oh curtains, God. you know, <laughs> anyone's going to have a reaction. Yeah, them, almost, so. most definitely. Um, how are those tacos sitting? Tacos are good. I want to eat some uh, fruits and veggies. I've been being real bad. It's my birthday. It's been my birthday week. and I've Happy just, birthday. Thank you yeah, very much. It. But it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to eat healthy in a quarantine. Yeah, it is. you know what? Uh, in the quarantine, you know what's an interesting phenomenon I've noticed that I've become lazier and more horrid, just re reprehensible, just eating disgusting shit, not exercising. I'm stuck at home. I've got more time, but I, I'm I'm becoming more lazy. I have less energy. She's like, yeah, I, I've noticed. Yeah, she has, for sure. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I get, I got fat for the first two months. I was drinking every night and just being a garbage bag. And then a month ago after my girlfriend's birthday, she was like, she, we shook hands. We're like, no, no booze for a month. And then I just started, like, exercising, eating healthy. I'm, like, trying to get back on track. It's all going to come crashing down this weekend, but uh, I'm going to get back on track. I'm trying to, like... Not be a, not have a dad bod. You know it's bad when the when you're the girl in your life is like, dude, you got to get your shit together, because they. Yeah, want but she kept she kept drinking. <laughs> she did. She's like, you got to get your shit together. You got to stop drinking. <laughs> and then she's like, glug 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 glug. Mm. But she does not have a dad bod. I I have a dad bod. What do you do for exercise? Ah, jump rope, jog, oh, lift really? weights. Yeah. Jump rope. Jump rope. Fascinating. Can you crisscross? Can you double skip? You got any tricks? I don't think I can double skip. I might be able to get away with like a crisscross or two. That's pretty good. I mean, hey, I'm not going to hate on that. Nice. How many hours of sleep you getting every day? Six to eight. Six to eight. That's good. I'm proud of you. Yes. Good regular schedule. What time you wake up? Mm, usually seven or eight. Wow. Oh, early okay. riser. Motivated. Well, when do you yeah, go to sleep? I get too much. Well, like midnight. Huh. And when you get in bed, what do you do? You put on the TV, you watch stuff, or you just go to sleep? No, no electronics in the room. I, like she always charges her phone in the room. I try to get her phone out of the room. Mm. No, no, no electronics. No, no, well, no screens in bed. No, no TV. No mm. iPad. No iPhone. No laptop. Uh, I, I try. I don't always. Uh, sometimes I fail, but 
try to not have screens in the bedroom. That's a good policy. I've heard that's a really good policy for relaxing yeah. in bed. I'm not good at that, but I respect yeah, that. Wind, I fall asleep with Jimmy Kimmel. And when you wake up, how, how often, how long before you reach for your phone? I wake up shrieking in terror, like, ah! <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm pretty bad. I usually go right to the phone, but I sometimes, when I'm behaving, I like, I wake up, I'll shower, brush my teeth, you know, do my morning routine, then I'll meditate. Then I turn on the phone and make coffee and make breakfast. Mm. Wow. How long you meditate for? I do 20 minutes before breakfast, 20 minutes before dinner. Wow. Wow. So you actually have a routine. A routine, yeah. And what kind of meditation do you do? I do TM, Transcendental Meditation. As, and what... I. I usually hear people say that. I don't know what other kinds of meditation there are. Is there ones where they just... They're all pretty similar. It's a, right? It's not, it's, not, it's not a drastic difference between... It's either like a TM where you focus on a mantra, a meaningless mantra, or the breath, something that's like very low stimulus mm. that has little to no meaning mm. so that your brain has like a resting post to kind of focus on and then your brain mm. starts to kind of space out and thoughts good and bad kind of drift in that's your body processing stress your mm. mind processing stress then you kind of you go back to your mantra you go back to the breath it's just a way it's just simply a way to calm down your central nervous system there's that or there's like i've done like guided meditations or like buddhist meditations where you don't close your eyes all the way you kind of keep them open and they talk you through like appreciating your mother and everything she did for you or you appreciate mm. your mm. food and all the farmers that farm the food and the trucks that drove the food to the supermarket and the people that i did like some kind of like guided meditations at this buddhist monastery one time in, in nepal um but that's not my typical meditation but they're all kind of like just a way to like calm down your nerves your central nervous system and if you miss a meditation session do you feel it yeah for me it's like a hunger like it's like I'm, a little, I'm most anxious in the morning before work starts, so I do a meditation yeah. there. And then, like, halfway through the day that, you know, like, you know, after lunch when you kind of start to crash, it's kind of like siesta time. Mm -hmm. Kind of so, like, like mid-afternoon, you kind of, like, have that slump of energy. I meditate in that slump, and then I come out of the meditation with, like, energy for the next mm. half of the day. Yeah. And uh, do, you, do you wipe or do you use a bidet? I have a Toto Japanese toilet. That's what's so up. You made it, bro. Sprays my butthole. Do you have one that dries your ass as well? Or just spray? Yeah, dries it. Do you it use sprays, the dry feature? Sprays it, it dries it, then it analyzes your waste and sends <laughs> the report to your doctor. It's probably just some dude who gets off on looking at pictures of your shit. Yeah. There's I some weird Japanese guy jerking off at Toto Factory. Yeah, it's like a it's like a <laughs> Chuck Berry restaurant. I got like GoPro cameras in my toilet, like filming my butthole being washed. <laughs> so, do you? Well, let, let's talk shop a little bit because I also have the Toto. Do you use the drying it. feature, or do you find that it's not very? Effective? I don't. I don't. I find it's like takes a while. It's yeah, not, I don't not terribly it. effective, yeah. and I don't. I, I kind of don't like drying out my butthole. Mm -hmm. It takes a long yeah. time. I wish that it was just a little more high pressure. Yeah, I agree. But sometimes I'll just sit there for 10 minutes. My thighs will go. They'll start going to sleep. And it's kind of funny, too, because you just walk by and you the bathroom is just like, like someone's. Yeah. It's a lot. Now, what? what I, 
I love it. I do love it. I, I Do you use toilet paper to finish it off, or are you good with the bidet? I do it all. So I do the bidet, yeah. then, a, then a wet wipe, then a dry Whoa, wipe. Whoa! The Trinity. Too? Then a little drier, then I get up, and I have the squatty potty, so my legs are elevated. Oh, dude, you are a passionate shitter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And do you use the pulsating uh, washing or just the straight washing? Pulsating, yeah. pulsating and uh oscillating i use both as well you start pulse you end with the oscillate uh, it's hybrid oh you do both at once yeah. why waste time why waste time and does the water ever go up your asshole uh no the the i have like the cheaper model downstairs and that one's like a dart to the asshole <laughs> the, right. the one the one in my master bathroom is a little bit more gentle. So I find that I find that when it really hits my my asshole like bullseye, it just it just there's like a you know that ride at Universal Studios, the flood ride. No. Oh, you, you know you're stuck in a subway and it starts flooding. Oh, sounds uh, like a nightmare. Oh, what? It's the uh, it's the tour. It's the tour with the jaws and everything. Anyway, that's what my asshole feels like. When I hit the bullseye, and it just—it's uh, <laughs> a lot. You could get a lot of water up there, and I'll—and I'll be stuck on the toilet, shitting out the extra water. Weird. That goes. What can I do? I—I—I I, I, I try to avoid it, but that's what happens when you get a direct bullseye with a capital B. If you know what I mean. <laughs> so, um, okay, great. So. So fantastic. Uh, do you have a hairy asshole? Um, it's got a moderate amount of hair. Yeah. I'm not, very ha- I'm not a very hairy guy for, for a Jew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. You are really hairless. That's beautiful. Nothing. Nothing Except the, the mangina, arms. which I actually have seen, which is, you know. That's a tuft. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? No, I my sp- mom. You should see my mom. She's like Alec Baldwin. <laughs> what does that mean exactly? Very hairy. My mom's the Jewish. My mom's the, the Jewish one. Mm. Um, you know, do you take Metamucil? Do you take anything to uh, soften your bowel movements? Um, you know what? I'm glad you asked. Um, n- no. <laughs> okay. I my bowel movements. My bowel movements come out perfect. They're like shiny brown eggs. But if that's true, why why are you using three steps to the wiping process? That seems overkill to me. I just like the way it feels. Right. Mm. I like the I like the confidence. I I I enter like I start my day very confident. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I mean, I'll be honest with you. I used to use baby wipes a lot. I found out they're very bad for the environment, so I stopped. I get the um, biodegradable ones. So they say that those are a lie. They say oh, no. There's no <laughs> such thing as biodegradable baby wipes. What? Yeah. Yeah, they fuck. I up. thought I was. I thought I was getting the. I thought I was getting the the yeah. hippie approved ones. We were there too at one point, and yeah. then everyone told us. Well, really, what what turned the tide for me was I I saw like sewage officials being like, "Yeah, all that shit, fucks." The, do you know what fatbergs like, are? Uh, sewage monsters. Do you know what fatberg is? No. Google fatberg. It will change your life, bro. Fatberg. Yeah. 
So when people is that what it's called? yeah, it's called a fatberg. When people shit and flush baby wipes down the toilet, you get these massive like clogged arteries of our sewage system called fatbergs, which is just baby wipes and shit melded into a giant fucking oh, blood no. clot. And they have to go <laughs> these people have to go down there in like uh, scuba suits for shit and just oh. scoop it out. <laughs> oh. Like a double bypass. So they don't break down these no. wipes? Yeah, it's a lie. Oh, uh, what? Which and trust me, that's dev was devastating to me yeah. because I They're so pleasurable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But so I so, still have a whole box of it that um, sometime, we bought before we learned that, and it's unopened. I mean, we used to buy we used to buy bricks of those like sad fucking kilos of cocaine, bro, and they come all packed like a kilo, you know. What about what about the um, for babies? What do you do for an actual baby? Well, you're supposed to discard those with the diaper, so it's garbage. Aha! It doesn't go in the yeah 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 yeah. Got it. But I'll be honest with you, Eric, that I've stopped using all wiping. I'm just using the bidet. And every once in a while, I'll go down there and check to see what's up with the baby wipes. And there's a lot of sh I'll be honest. There's a lot of shit in my asshole sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And this I'm, podcast took a horrendous <laughs> turn. But I'm trying my best to keep really? it. What is, the prem what is the premise of this podcast? <laughs> um, well, unknown. It's, well, it's, it's shitty assholes, manginas, and uh, tacos. Why is it called H3H3? We should really change Hemorrhoids it. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> what does that stand for? Yeah, I know. It's, it's our name. Is it a, is it a molecular, it's, like... It's, uh, really it's such an awful Compound? No, it's our art. We have a we have a channel on YouTube called H3H3 Productions. It's just our initials. Ela three is my name backwards. Ethan, it's the E backwards. It's fucking really me. stupid. Yeah, it's you our, lost me. We should just call it the ETH the the. Uh, we should really just call it Poop and Mangina podcast. Yeah, that'll be. You'll get a you'll get a whole new audience. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I saw you on a. You were on Kimball recently. Jimbo Kimball. Yeah, Jimbo Kimball. Isn't Wendy Jimble the best? Kimble. Wendy's my favorite. Jimbo Kimball. Who's Jimble Kimble is is Jimbo Kimball Wendy or is that? Uh, yeah, that's Wendy. I thought the it was Beetlejuice. Adult. I thought it was. I thought it was Beetlejuice. No, it's Wendy the slow adult. She goes Jimbo oh, Kimball. That a whole time I thought Beatles. Well, hold on, though. Zach. Who is it saying Jimbo Kimball? It's Wendy the Slow. Yeah, it's Wendy the Slow Doll. What? It sounds just like her. I can't. Jimbo Kimball. I always <laughs> thought that was uh, I miss Beetlejuice. Beat. I miss Beat, man. Yeah, why is he? Why? Where is he? He's sick. He's got like diabetes and shit. Ah, oh, he's, he's not B. Yeah. Come on, Beat. Yeah. Uh, She's and Wendy the slow adult for those that don't know she wears a diaper and shits her pants so it all ties in <laughs> True Eric Andre is there anything uh, that you want to say to the world Coming off this spectacular riveting interview. What is it that you want the people to know? What did they what do you want? Said, we've said it all I left it all out on the stage today. Yeah, I feel that way <laughs> Yeah you really don't you don't trim your nose hairs. Do you have ear hairs that you have to pluck? Because I find myself no, plucking not, ear hairs. Not yet. I mean that that future might be coming for me. How old are you? May I, I ask? I'm 37. Yeah, you're you see. I don't know what happened. I'm younger than you a little bit, but I've got these really incredible 
ear ear hairs that I just have to pluck. It's, it's out of control. Hered- it's just hereditary. I think some of the black squashed out some of the Jew right. in me, so I didn't get some of the uh, uh, undesirable Jewish traits. The, the main one I got is just your average crippling anxiety and <laughs> self-loathing. <laughs> <laughs> scored scored with right. that one. <laughs> I mean, that's good, but you don't have the ear hairs. You're hairless. My mom. You're my mom did the um, 23andMe. She was like, maybe I got some North African in me. 100%. It was like the pie chart. 100% Ashkenazi Jew. I did not yours? a, dro- not a drop of anything else. Like bro, zero. Bro, like, I have... I'm like, mom, you are inbred. Like, like yeah. nothing. So I had the same test. I did 23andMe. I was 99.7% Ashkenazi Jew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you motherfuckers. Mother- not a single great 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 grandpa stepped out of some other tribe into her. That's into ama- the I'm the tribe. first. I'm the first one in my in lineage, thousands of years to fuck a non to breed with a non Ashkenazi Jew, with right. a uh, Sephardic Jew. Some uh, Sephardic. Okay. The the. Uh, you know they believe that Sephardic Jews are second-class citizens in Israel, or at least they did. Well, yeah, not yeah, today. there's a little bit of racism out there. Yeah, that's crazy. It's there's like a even among bit, a lot. Of, there's a little bit of a lot of racism <laughs> out there. <laughs> I just find it incredible that like among Jews who who moved, who are outcast from the world to Israel, even amongst themselves, they have second-class oh, yeah. citizens. Tra- oh yeah, the traumatized create more trauma, man. What can we yeah. say? Hmm. Um. On that note, Lador Vador. <laughs> Lador Vador, my dude. Lador Vador. Lador the Explorer, my dude. Lador Vador. All right, well, keep keep that household tight and clean, my friend. Night, night, keep your butthole tight. Yep, Absolutely. or not tight, whatever you're into. I mean, Keep it loose like a pink sock. <laughs> yeah, you can loosen it up, but keep it clean one way or the other. Keep it clean. Are you going to Fist Fest this year? I'm not doing shit, man. I'm trapped in my house. I'm a Do you know what Fist Fest is? No. It's a great stern bit. You should listen. It's when a bunch of dudes who are into fisting all get together and go elbow deep in each other's assholes and they prolapse each oh. other's anuses. And then they're... I'm going to I'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm going to Fatberg. <laughs> Fatberg Fest. <laughs> Fatberg Fest, yeah. Well, you're there already. Yeah. You're you're a con- what wife. I'm so. contributing to Fatberg yeah. Fest. Well, I'll see you there, my friend. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, thank you for calling in. Your Netflix special you. is out now. Legalize everything. I'm very much looking forward to all the projects you're working on. Mm-hmm. We're all fans. We love you very much. So thank you for taking the time to call our show. God bless you, Eric Andre. Keep slamming your thing. Keep eating tacos. Keep that butthole tight and clean. Keep uh, keep the meditating going. No screens in the bedroom. Gabish. Sounds good. Gabish. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Coming through on that ass, baby. You better watch out. You better watch out. Who are they? Hey, coming through on that motherfucking ass, baby. Listen to 